BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong. Jack, you back, Jack. And Joe Getty. Joey, baby. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Armstrong and Getty. But I know this. They're loco. Everyone knows it. But the dramatics could come down just a little bit. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Quickly, speaking of Grubhub, did you confuse the cops? Because like, yeah. dude, this is it's a it's half full of pee. Refunded a portion of the order. I think I think it cost like twenty five bucks, and they refunded eighteen bucks. The actual cost of the food, they didn't refund like the delivery fee or the tip. That's a Grubhub driver driver who grabbed the wrong cup and delivered urine. What percentage tip do you think is appropriate for the fellow who brings me a cup of his urine? <laughs> I think two percent's the standard. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, it interesting. Happens. Again, I'm not experienced in the ways of grubhubbery, as I disclosed during the uh, the last segment. That's um, Michael tells me I have that story, but I don't if, see it. And frankly, I feel no, like no, we've got no, the nut yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Haven't we? If DoorDash, Grubhub, that sort of stuff had existed back when I was younger, drinking, I just, oh my God, I'd be 600 pounds, I'd be like Brendan Fraser in the whale, and uh, maybe dead, maybe just dead, because you can DoorDash more booze, too, because sometimes, you know, oh. running out was the only thing that kept you alive. <laughs> right, while well, you're contemplating how to get more, you fall asleep, and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. But if I get a door to like we, in my town, we got a chocolate chip cookie uh, uh, place that hot, warm chocolate chip cookies. If I could have had those door dashed to my house when I'm half drunk at one o'clock in the morning. Good Lord. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, dope fiends, but in the uh, many blue states, you can get dispensaries to deliver to you, right? Yeah, I think so. Your marijuanas. Right. How many marijuanas is enough in one night? Come on now. Yeah, the opportunities to go sideways continue to grow. So, uh, communist China is still a thing. Uh, we've kind of taken a break from their their would-be march to world supremacy, but they're certainly trying. But, man, do they have some serious problems. You heard it here first, unless you heard it somewhere else. Um, Hong Kong, for instance, is facing an enormous brain drain, an exodus particularly of young people. As the awful, totalitarian, cruel, torturing, actual apartheid state Chinese are taking more and more firm control. Um, and in fact, they've lost so many young people. Their, their birth rate is 0.8 children born per woman in Hong Kong, which puts it even below the 0.9 child average in South Korea, which is already offering cash bonuses to new parents uh, ineffectively. I uh, didn't know South Korea was that low. Wow. Yeah, they're the lowest place on earth, I think, other than Hong Kong at this point. Wow. You're going to cease and, to exist, you realize. Do, do they realize that? Well, the landmass will exist. It'll just either be a hell of a lot emptier or peopled by different uh, people. So the city's lost its appeal to many residents over the last four years, hurt by strict rules during COVID-19, anxieties about uh, the commies, etc. Um, <clears throat> and those who choose to remain in the city are increasingly opting out of having children. And so the city's government is trying to address this problem by paying a cash bonus to couples who have children. Keeping in mind now, you live in Hong Kong, which ain't cheap. They'll receive the equivalent of around $2,500, as well as other perks such as priority when renting or buying government-subsidized housing, blah, blah, blah. If you are not going to have a kid, but you would go ahead and bring a child into the world because 2500 bucks is coming your way, please don't have a child. Well, as Please I'm, don't, or if you have a child, send it my way, I'll raise it. I've, as I've said a hundred times, I don't know why everybody's unwilling to recognize there's something going on evolutionarily speaking as a species or something that's causing us to not have kids it's not it's not it's not the it's too expensive if i had enough money i would no it's not you're, you're not you're not or screaming. the whole i how can you bring a child into this world with everything that's going on in israel and right. africa your, your genes aren't screaming with the desire to reproduce like they have for previous generations for some reason and i think that's a fascinating story but nobody wants to look at it for some reason you know i hate to you know it, it, it's funny there are a lot of th- a lot of human endeavors that are uh, beautiful and wonderful and magical and inspire poetry and are the things that make life worth living. But you can also reduce them to biological necessity uh, in a way. It, we're made by God or, or nature or something to feel the way we feel about these things that are also necessary for the species to survive. I don't know. We could start with the fact that the act of procreation is rather pleasurable. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, it is my belief that in the same way when infant mortality was much, 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 much higher, really prior to the 20th century, um, people had many more children. That was not a coincidence. 
if the species was going to survive, if my genes were going to survive, uh, I would have to make more children to end up with enough children for that to be likely. Mm-hmm. And now I think we are in the developed world so safe and affluent and the rest of it. I look around and I don't feel like there's any great threat to humanity surviving. My genes, maybe. Um, and I think there's probably, it's funny, we're looking at the battery. What's your percentage of battery life in your, your iPhone specifically, but whatever smartphone. And that's way deep in settings. Most of us didn't even know we could find it. Well, you go like two, two layers deeper in our settings as Homo sapiens, and there's probably a setting for desire to reproduce, no desire to reproduce. Right. Yeah. And ours is very, very low in, um, in first world Western society. Clearly. It's not because, oh, if the government's going to give me 2500 bucks, I'm going to alter my lifestyle completely for the rest of my life. Sure, I'll do that for 2500 bucks. You're nuts if you do that. Yeah, yeah, and yet that's the, the government policy in Hong Kong. Uh, speaking of battery life, I was just texting with my wife, and her, her percentage is down to, I think, 74%. Ooh, that's probably tough. And you said sub-80, you really ought to go ahead and, and trade in it. I can't the, talk her into getting a new phone. She's like, hey, it seems like a waste of money. My God, did I get lucky. Anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he was arguing get the battery. The battery replacement is the way to go. Mm. Well, most mm. of us just don't want to go through the hassle, but it's way cheaper. Oh, you know what? I forgot to to uh, introduce uh, the feature in my usual idiotic fashion, Michael. But let's continue on with Armstrong and Getty's Eye on Asia. <laughs> China. So that's right, sir. So the uh, the uh just held their big National Women's Congress. And of course, at the front and center of the Women's Congress was Xi Jinping and a bunch of dudes. Mm. And you talk about demographic problems. China is in, I mean, DEFCON 1. Demographically speaking, they're not having babies. There are way too many dudes, not enough women. They made them aboard all the the girls. Well, essentially, yeah. Uh, From the head of a large round table, Mr. Xi lectured female delegates at the closing meeting on Monday. We should actively foster a new type of marriage and childbearing culture, he announced from on high, adding that it was the role of party officials to influence young people's views on love and marriage, fertility and family. Can you imagine you're some Chinese dude or woman trying to figure out how the hell you're going to make a living, trying to figure out if your apartment that you paid for in advance will ever be done, and you get the local communist official banging on your door saying, hey, you really ought to find some young lovely and have sex with her and, I don't know, have a few kids. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll beat you? I don't know. Well, they've spent a couple generations now of stamping out the idea of love. A couple of books I've read about that have been really fascinating. Just the idea of falling in love and everything like that, because you don't, you don't, I guess in a communist society, you don't want people to fall in love with each other. The only thing you could possibly respect or care about is the communist party. Yeah, nothing could be above the party. And that would diminish your view of the communist party if you're in love with a person, just another individual. Yeah, you know, it's funny for many of us, uh, George Orwell and his many fabulous books, including 1984, A Cautionary Tale, for the Chinese communists, it's a how-to manual. Uh, But the Women's Congress held every five years has long been a forum for the ruling commie party to demonstrate its commitment to women. 
The gesture, mostly symbolic, is taking on more significance than ever this year. First time in two decades there are no women in the party's executive policy-making body. And so, essentially... What they're saying is, all right, the new, uh, here's the new plan, ladies. Uh, you, you get married, have babies. Get in the kitchen, start taking care of families. We need more babies. All that stuff we've been telling you about for the last four to eight generations. Yeah, forget about that. That's the old way, discredited, counter-revolutionary. Uh, get your, get your legs in the air and uh, start serving the Communist Party. It's unbelievable. For all of our flaws in the West, and there are many. The idea that communism is the way to make it work or socialism, it merely runs in the face of all human experience. On the other hand, it's very popular on our college campuses. This uh, stat just came out. If you're a law-abiding shopper like myself, you were forced to wait on average 40 minutes more to buy basics last year because of all your items being locked up. And that's what it added up to. A couple minutes here and there for having somebody make a minimum wage with a key to come unlock it so you can get your $4 deodorant stick. What a crazy way to live. What in hell are you talking about? Signed people in red states because policy matters. Yeah. And one other thing, McDonald's making a record revenue, $6.7 billion in revenue for the three-month period ending September 30th. Why? They raised their menu prices, and people were apparently willing to pay it. I remember Remember, I mentioned last summer, I think it was, I came in and said, I paid $8 for a Big Mac last night, which was shocking to me. There are places in the country or more expensive places where Big Macs are 18 bucks. What? So it says here. Uh, wow. A Big Mac combo will cost you $14 at the McDonald's in Times Square. So that's a drink, fries, and the Big Mac. 14 bucks. Anyway, they raised their prices, people are paying it, and they're making a lot of money, which is capitalism, and I'm fine with it. If I don't like it, then I wouldn't buy a Big Mac. But it is a delicious sandwich, two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. Wow, how interesting. That sounds delicious. the Armstrong and Getty Show. We're taking the week off because we're gluttons and we're going to eat so much that we're sick. Be incoherent. We're so full anyway. But there's so much to discuss. You got senators wanting to fight witnesses. You got Congress people fighting each other. Israel fighting for its survival and fat communists visiting California. So much. By the way, if you want to hear more, you can catch our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. This is from the good folks at the Free Beacon. Absolutely brilliant. It is a letter from Joe Biden to his newly discovered granddaughter. Do we have any sort of, like, uh, touching theme music, Michael? Something appropriate? Oh, yeah, this is perfect. Absolutely perfect. Here's how it goes. Dear Navy Joan, my name is Joe Biden, and I'm Jill's husband. I'm also Hunter's dad and your grandfather. I'm sure by now you've read the statement I provided exclusively to People magazine on Friday afternoon. I meant every word. I can't even tell you, begin to tell you how proud I was when I heard about the paternity test results in 2019. It's been a great honor and a privilege to respect your privacy these past four years by declining to comment on this personal matter. As I've often said, there's nothing more important than family. 
Accordingly, I was pleased to learn that you won't be taking the Biden name per the terms of the modified legal settlement your parents lovingly negotiated last month. Family is so much more than just a name. Let's be honest, though. You're not really a Biden, are you? Given the unholy circumstances of your conception, it would be literally blasphemous to suggest otherwise. Your daddy doesn't even remember giving your mommy the business. What do you mean that's inappropriate? For crying out loud, Jill, this whole thing is ridiculous. No, I don't want to start over. Are you writing all this down? All right, because she's not a Biden, damn it. Some floozy's bastard kid, come on. What? I mean, sure, I'd like to smell her hair at least once. What's got that got to do with anything? No, I don't buy it. It's not even Hunter's kid. Who says? All right, the scientific test, like those doctors know anything. The test they give me say I have Alzheimer's, and we all know that's bullspit. Now I'm in a bad mood. Send in some of the interns so I can yell at them. No, that's all I'm going to say. I'm done. Write it up and send the letter, Dad Gummit. Son of a bitch. Sincerely, Joseph R. Biden. Is there anything in the last uh, several years of his activity that would uh, suggest that that is not more or less accurate? I'm sure by now you've read the statement I provided to People Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I meant every word. <laughs> oh, Accordingly, I was pleased to learn that you won't be taking the Biden name per the terms of the modified legal settlement your parents lovingly negotiated last month. Right. Uh, a whole weird thing with the paintings. Oh, yeah. Hey, another uh, painting buyers come out. I can't remember her name. She and her kids, including when they were children, give the max amount to Democratic candidates every time and then contribute to PACs. They're super rich. They're the heirs to something or other. Um, but she bought uh, one of the Hunter Biden uh, paintings for high six figures. It's all big time Democratic Party contributors buying this stuff. That is incredible. I who was it made the joke the other day? Oh, DeSantis said my six year old can paint better than that. And that's not true. I mean, I've seen the Hunter Biden stuff, and he's he's got artistic abilities. But mm -hmm. at the same time, the the bar for breaking through in the art world to the point that you can make any money off a painting let alone big money oh my god i mean the barrier to entry for that is so high judy and i like to go to art galleries local art galleries you know wherever we are and and look at some of the local artists a lot of it is is pretty amateurish but they they have a hobby that gives them joy and i and i think that's a wonderful thing um some of it is very very good and if you're talking about a, a, a supremely talented artist, it's like the best singer in town, terrific guitar player, that level of wow talent, and they're not nationally known, you can get one of their paintings for, you know, depending on the size, high hundreds of dollars to $1,500, maybe, maybe two grand, maybe. And then you got your nationally known artists who who are are again they're they're another level of talent they're oh my god talented and have a real national or international reputation you can certainly spend to get that sort of art 12 15 30 50 75 100,000 dollars but half a million dollars that's like it was hanging in the metropolitan museum of art last week and now they're selling it right like you've heard of the name your entire life and 200 years ago, they were painting. That sort of, that those prices don't exist. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and it's so obvious what's happening. Armstrong and Getty. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. Celebrating 25 years of radio excellence. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Not know this, but after we finish our radio show every day, the Armstrong and Getty Show, we keep on going. Yeah, we call it Armstrong and Getty. One more thing, it's a podcast that you should subscribe to right now. You can find it on the iHeart app or wherever you download podcasts. The lunacy on college campuses is getting worse, if anything, uh, on this topic. And I've been reading a fair amount about the whole. Uh, decolonialist anti-zionist uh, philosophy and it's uh it's well you know what people want especially young people they want a grossly oversimplified worldview that they can get really angry about because that feels good i mean it's got to be as simple as a b and you get really angry about it people love that one of the most important things that we need to know, and I don't know if this is knowable, is how many Palestinians in Gaza or the West Bank approve of what Hamas did? We don't know that number. 
But that percentage is a heck of a lot higher than those college kids think it is. I'm guessing. And you brought you you talked about this yesterday. The idea that it uh, and we we brought this to you last week when it is as it's becoming known that Hamas cut through the fence in uniforms, you know, and and an orderly military assault on civilians. But right behind them was a whole bunch of just regular Gazans who did the same thing. We're happy to butcher people in their homes and torture them. And uh, more reporting is coming out on that on a regular basis. The extent to which the Gazan public took part in the Hamas's campaign of terror is yet to be fully understood. But the communities near Israel's Gaza border, home to many of the country's remaining peaceniks, as I pointed out before, a lot of people lived in those particular villages on the border on purpose to make the whole point of, look, we can live side by side. So you you murdered the wrong people if you're you know politically speaking. Not that you should murder anybody, but right. Um, and that but and that, they were Jews, so yeah, exactly. Which you know makes the point for the other side that a, a lot of these people you want to live side by side with have no interest in living side by side with you. But anyway, um, those communities are giving firsthand knowledge of what their Palestinian neighbors did. And they have hardened into a new consensus. Coexistence is dead and Gaza must be crushed. These people that on purpose were trying to show we can live side by side have turned completely into the no, 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 no tolerance for this whatsoever. A lot of the people that came across were people that worked in their communities. So it was right. one, the kind of people that cross the border back and forth and come and, you know, work as a, as a whatever, clean your house or a vendor or whatever. People you knew coming into your home and chopping you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaking unbelievable. I liked, that's probably the wrong term. I so appreciated this uh, quote from Aldous Huxley that I posted it in the studio. I've got to crane my neck to read it before I get into these terrific emails we got. But Huxley said, the surest way to work up a crusade in favor of some good cause is to promise people that they will have a chance of mis- maltreating someone, to be able to destroy with good conscience, to be able to behave badly and call your bad behavior righteous indignation. This is the height of psychological luxury, the most delicious of moral treats. You know, I don't feel like that's true for me, but it must be true. Uh, Jordan Peterson, the controversial YouTube clinical psychologist, uh, uh, guy who gives speeches all over the place. That's that's one of his biggest things is, hey, look, we're all capable of this mm-hmm. in the right or wrong circumstance, depending on how you look at it. History has shown us this. We have it inside us. That's what civilization has got to, you know, control our urges to other people to the extent that we can treat them the way we would never treat an animal. Apparently it is true. Yeah, I think it's in uh, some folks more, or it's more easily accessed in some folks than others, those horrific urges that dwell within us. But yeah, it's real. Handful of uh, thoughts that I thought were significant. This from uh, Russ in Portland. I have a theory about this whole Palestine protest uprising on schools, campuses, etc. Um, he talks about his ex-wife or educated in Oregon public schools, a high school graduate, relatively intelligent, had no clue of what the Holocaust war was, nor any knowledge of World War II. I was educated in Southern California public schools, GED dropout. I'm quite versed in WW2 and the Holocaust. My daughter, who is 23 and homeschooled, probably knows more than I do. I felt that school public systems are systematically and intentionally not teaching about the Holocaust and World War II anymore. 
So all these screeching idiots at the colleges that are chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, actually have no idea of the atrocities of the Nazi regime or the history of the Jewish people historically or biblically and are merely taught the frenzy du jour based on the all the critical oppressor versus oppressed theory taught in our colleges. Well, to be somewhat fair, I didn't learn anything about World War II or the Holocaust in school either. Not a thing. Was always looking forward to it. The only thing I ever learned about the Holocaust was in Sunday school and church. Otherwise, that word never came up in my school. Interesting. Not until college. Uh, How about this one? Um, Very few Americans realize that the Persians, Iranians, have been the mortal enemies of Western civilization going all the way back to ancient Greece. And then uh, Jim goes into a fair amount of detail, which is quite interesting. Uh, Well before Christ and Muhammad walked the earth and added some serious religious icing to an already adversarial cake. Net-net, the Persians have been menacing the other to the West since it's been in existence. What's going on today is as it's always been and probably always will be. Most also don't realize that there are actually five major cultures and some smaller ones fighting to exist in the Middle East for the last couple thousand years. Persians, Egyptians, Jews, Christians, and all the Arabs. The first three have some sense of nationality or cohesiveness as a people. That would be the Persians, Egyptians, and Jews. The fourth also have religious ties, but no sense of nationality in the region. That would be Christians. And the Arabs are a bunch of ex-nomadic savages who are more tied by sects. Uh, CTS, uh, tribes, families, or language with no real sense of nationality. The Persians think the Arabs are scums, as do the Egyptians. They all despise the Jews, and to a slightly lesser degree, the Christians. And then he throws in that he heard the Hamas slogan the other day for the first time. I've heard this too. First the Saturday people, then the Sunday people. Meaning once the Islamists eradicate Jews, uh, they'll eradicate Christians. Uh, well, good luck with that. There are a heck of a lot more Christians than there are Jews. But, um, yeah, if that's their goal. Then he summarizes, there will never be peace in the Middle East until the Persians, Egyptians, and Arabs decide they love their children more than they hate Jews and Christians. And then finally this, this is more uh, to strategy. Uh, JT writes, uh, his explanation about why the U.S. is so wishy-washy about Iran's proxies attacking the U.S. troops, which we were talking about uh, yesterday. Israel was the recipient of a brutal subhuman attack, but the world, and the U.S. in particular, almost immediately started pushing for a ceasefire. Iran, as the ringleader of all their surrogates, Hamas, Hezbollah, Houthi rebels, etc., know that the U.S. is pushing Israel to minimize their counteroffensive against Hamas. The U.S. is outwardly saying Israel has the right to defend itself, but they're also leaking that they don't think Israel's military objectives are achievable. New York Times warning the Israel that Israel is going to make the same mistakes the U.S. made. Somehow trying to equate our initial 9-11 response with decisions made years later. I've noticed that, too. Yeah, the war uh, in Iraq was either 100% a mistake or was just implemented horribly. But that was... Year and a half was later. Not, yeah, this is like a couple of weeks later. Um, and uh, there's worldwide pressure from day one after the attack for Israel to honest a ceasefire. So the U.S. can't really respond militarily in a big way because th- what are we telling Israel? No, don't respond in a big way immediately as we do it. So Iran, uh, from Iran's side, the U.S. has painted themselves into the corner. All they can do is talk tough unless they want to abandon the moral high ground they pretend to have captured. Interesting. So Joe Biden continues to say one word for people who, you know, Iran or Hezbollah, don't, don't. As uh, Britt Hume pointed out, he was uh, retweeting a political article about that. Iran's proxies are already attacking U.S. troops. 
He's warned them many times, don't. I hope that what he has told them privately is stronger than the female promise of a response because, man, it's just, it's really like the telling your kid, you do that one more time over and over again as they continue to do what they're doing. It's just, yeah, your kids get a message, all right. Uh, Messages go ahead anytime. uh, Kind of all over the place, but on the same topic. So the ethics. Ethics studies faculty in the University of California system, which is the biggest, most prestigious university system in the world, which includes all of your big, uh, you know, UC Berkeley, UCLA, UC Davis, UC San Francisco, UC San Diego. Can we put prestigious in quotes, please? Um, I'm told that's true. I don't know. Anyway. It was. uh, The ethics studies faculty in the University of California system sent a scathing letter to UC administrators condemning the use of the word terrorism to describe the Hamas attack, saying it contributes to, quote, a climate that has made Palestinian students and community members feel unsafe. And they've got the actual letter here. Um, Charges of, quote, terrorism and, quote, unprovoked aggression have contributed to a climate that has made Palestinian students and community members seem unsafe, to which a number of people replied, for instance, Hamas is a designated terrorist organization by the United States, the EU, I think by the UN, by a number of countries and organizations around the world. So calling people who behead babies who are part of a declared terrorist organization terrorists doesn't seem that out of line. But while that is going on, on the other side of the country, did you catch the story where the the Jewish kids were locked in the student union, scared yeah. to death while Palestinian students or, or the Muslim students were pounding on the door? Yeah. What the hell Hiding is Hiding in the that? library or whatever it was, terrified, yeah. Jewish students are currently locked in the school library as pro-Hamas rally outside the, the union building. Learned Jews were afraid and sitting in the library uh have barricaded the doors and there's video of people pounding on the doors and screaming things i'd have been scared to death if i was one of those jewish students but but that hasn't got much attention compared to the other stuff what i would like to thank the uh, ethics people uh who have none from the university well the indoctrination centers of california for pointing out just how morally bankrupt and illogical they are. So this theoretical feeling of unsafeness is caused for, or lack of safety, however you want to put it, is caused for what, cracking down or forbidding people from saying something or something, but burning people alive and chopping them up and murdering children and the rest of it, well, that's excusable because of uh, colonialism. You people are actually mentally ill. Your ideology has turned you into a monster. I don't want a Muslim backlash. I don't want a Jewish backlash either, either in this country. One more thing on this. KTLA in Los Angeles reporting yesterday at 520 early Wednesday, a man broke into a Jewish family's home in L.A. The family, including four children, encountered him threatening to kill them. The father fought him off in the backyard. The man, the man was shouting free Palestine as he was arrested. Did that get much attention nationally? No, of course not. Compared to that horrific story of that six-year-old Palestinian boy killed by a guy who was... Yeah. I mean, it's just... None of this is good. Quick question for you. What if you happen to miss this unbelievable radio program? The answer is easy, friends. Just download our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's the podcast version of the broadcast show, available anytime, any day, every single podcast platform known to man. Download it now. Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. It's going to be a little uncomfortable. Uh-oh. From the great Thomas Sowell. Europe is belatedly discovering how unbelievably stupid it was to import millions of people from cultures that despise Western values and which often promote hatred toward the people who have let them in. I was just listening to um, a description of the m- marches and demonstrations they've had in London pro-Palestinian, in addition to what they had in France, which they outlawed and ended up clashing in the street. And France put 7,000 troops on the streets to try to keep uh, under control. Yeah, pro-Palestinian, anti-Israeli, and frequently, outwardly, openly anti-Jew, which is something. But how down the road of Crazyville would a society have to be that it's so self-hating and its academic elites and its other elites preach, uh, you know, self-hatred as a sign of enlightenment, that you would invite millions of people in who avowedly hate your culture and your system and your values. Who would ever do that? Only the West. Death of the West. Suicide of the West. There are a bunch of great books about it. Anyway, moving along. Mailbag. Drop us a note, would you? 
<clears throat> Love to hear from you. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Rich in beautiful Green Oregon, on behalf of 49ers fans, Jack, we're begging you, burn the hat. JCIR, Jack's curse is real. Jack, burn your hat. That is all Pam in Rough and Ready, California. Hey, Jack, I'll pay you twice what you paid for your hat if you throw it away. Get off the bandwagon. Uh, Ricky the Bricky, just uncanny. I don't usually believe in jinxes, but wow, two in a row after Jack dons the cap? Yeah. So, and they went on and on like that. Many of them coming in, oddly enough, around 8 p.m. Pacific time last night. Yeah. I might, anyway. uh, my current plan is to burn the hat on Friday's show. Wow. Uh, some sort of ceremony to cleanse the evil spirits or something like that? Right, or? even though the hat cost $50. I'll lend you my Frank Gore jersey, and you can dance around it in some sort of uh, sacred uh Druid Wiccan ritual. Uh, On to other fair. Uh, let's see. This is uh, Jen. Right. Uh, fellas, allow me to put on my Dale Gribble hat for a minute. I noticed that the titles for yesterday's podcast had something in common. Five eyes and quiet quitting. High fives and the charcoal souls. The vomitous high five and cloning Lincoln. Who's on which bill, fellas? The five. What are you trying to tell us? Why do you lie? Is it your greed? That's the code that our communist uh, Chinese overlords had us send out, Jen. Clearly. You picked up on it. You're smarter than most. Congrats. Why do you lie? Is it your greed? That's an o- a long-time listener there. Yeah, indeed. Good to hear from you, Jen. Um, BJ, support for Palestine? No way. My wife and I will never forget them dancing in the streets after 9-11. That is and remains the defining image for us. Hmm. See, that, that? that keeps getting left out of this. And you know, a, little bit, a little bit of it fits in with uh, Barack Obama's letter yesterday about the Palestinian people and how Israel needs to take it easy. And if you had an election today, would they vote for Hamas to be their government? A number of polls say yes. What do you do in that situation? They would vote for a group that decapitates babies? And b- ties up children and burns them alive? If they would, how far do I need to bend over backwards to make sure that they get enough water while I'm trying to eliminate this group of people that, that wants me dead? If I'm Israel? Right. Right. The answer is clear. Uh, and if not Hamas, would they vote for another group that wants to wipe Israel off the face of the map? You don't have to put up with that as Israel. Anyway, moving along. Uh, David reminds us uh, with a brief summary of footage that the IDF has now released uh, of captured Hamas helmet cams and head cams, GoPros in essence, of all the unspeakable, horrific crimes against humanity that they committed. Wanton cruelty, torture, rape, child murder, etc. to terrorize. Not to kill the enemy, but to terrorize. I, I, I was so disgusted I had to put down uh, the, the descriptions. And the descriptions of people working in morgues and how they were having to get counseling for the horrifying things they'd seen. And not twice, like 500 times. 
this is a total change in topic. Scott in beautiful Pleasant Hill. My wife and I spent last week in New York City. Used the city bike rentals, biked every day. Up through Manhattan, across the Brooklyn, Manhattan, Williamsburg, and Queenborough Bridges. Wow, that sounds fun. Through Long Island City and through Queens. Not one single tent anywhere. Not one. Not one RV. My uncle lives there, says car break-ins are not a problem. If you shoplift, you get a wood shampoo and jail time. The landscape was beautiful and the streets and sidewalks were clean. We flew into SFO and on the freeway home, looked down at the third world tent city called San Francisco. Night and day. Wow. Well, that's because it's so cheap to live in New York City that they don't have the homeless problem. How blind to reality would you have to be to accept that argument? And yet that's the argument you hear every day from the left. Crazy. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.